3: The Late Lunch, brought to you by Blackstone Motors Summer Sales Event. Get low as can be, APR, zero deposit and finance arranged within four hours. There's never been a better time to get to Blackstone Motors, Dundalk, Drahida, or Cabin. You're very welcome to a brand
4: new week of Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this Monday afternoon. We have a great giveaway for you on the show today. I promise you, signature furniture. Every day this week we have a wonderful prize from them and I'll tell you about it a little bit later on. Lots of chat as well to come. But if I tell you the studio, it's just, oh, the waft of food in the studio at the moment is just sensational. Because let me tell you, my first guest today was once regarded as the poster boy for the Celtic Tiger. He's the man who established the O'Brien sandwich bar chain and ran it for 25 years until it went into receivership in 2009 during that spectacular Irish economic crash. Brodie Sweeney was wiped out, but it's hard to keep a good man down and he's back in the food game with a new success story in his hands called Camille Thai and he's here today with his franchisee who's based in Avon. They've only opened. I'm delighted to welcome him to the show. Alan Corbett, it's good to see you. Brody Alan, welcome to Late Lunch.
5: Thanks, Sherry, for having Thanks, us. Harry. Thank
4: you very much for joining us today. Um, you and this business... It was a bit of an accident, Brody, wasn't it, that you got into this?
5: Well, it was in the sense of, um, you know, when the, when the downturn happened and and O'Brien's uh, went into receivership, which I should say, O'Brien's is surviving and thriving. Absolutely. So it was just my part yes, of it, yes. went into receivership. Yeah, I was looking to get uh, started in a new business quickly. I mean, it was like any other family... Uh, where you lose your job you have a roof to keep over the head and kids to keep in school so I was looking to start something quickly so I actually started a business that was a kind of a modern version of a Chinese takeaway that was the uh, original idea and that didn't work so we quickly changed it into a a Thai business and, and and that we changed it really quickly and uh, called it Camille and it, it worked fantastically it worked fantastically well. Yeah.
4: Yum Chow Dolphin's Barn 2010. That's an amazing story in itself. I'll come back to that a little bit later on. But somebody contacted you when you were in this Yum Chow yeah, that wasn't yeah. going for yet. Yeah. A
5: business person got into it. That's 2010? right and they had a they had a type of food business um, that was going really well and he said to me why don't you come in with me and um, and change your Chinese over? And I remember, you know, the, the Chinese business wasn't going well. It was only just open, but I knew it wasn't working well. And that's kind of something the grey hair teaches you, you know, to be Realistic, and uh, so we very quickly changed over to his uh, his concept, and it was like turned the lights on, and literally, you know, the sales went went through the roof, and I was delighted. And um, uh, he, uh, of course, he he uh, got a, uh, as I was delighted, he got a bad case of buyer's remorse, and so I'm kind of looking at walking up the aisle with him to get married, and he's looking at Jesus, maybe this is (laughs) such a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, um, and so we, we parted after six months and we changed his name to over to Camille and we more or less kept the menu and, um, and, uh, and the rest, is it's, it's just evolved well since then. We've we got a good break then and uh, we, we happened to be in the right place at the right time. The, the whole boom in home delivery, uh, the whole boom in online, which has served our business uh, really, really well, and then the whole trend towards healthy eating. So we were able to take advantage of those three different areas, home delivery being huge, and then the move to uh, purchase, food purchasing we done online, and then the health and wellness side. And we really embraced those three of those uh, trends and it served us really well and given us quite a, uh, a different position compared to a lot of other people selling food.
4: I want to tell people we're on Facebook Live here. Do join us if you want to see what's happening here in studio and see what's on the late lunch desk here today, which we're going to be talking about in a moment. Is it true you've said uh, recently that you see in the coming years the... Preparing from scratch, you know, food at home. Do you see that being a thing of the past?
5: Well, I mean, it's not me. It's it's uh, it's kind of economic forecasters are saying that you know food is now so cheap, relatively. Mm. Uh, it's if, uh, uh, prepared food is so cheap. So they used to talk about the, the price of McDonald's and kind of Alan's, uh, Alan's business, but that what could you buy with an hour's minimum wage, say in Ireland, which at the moment is nine sixty five, I yep. think. So you can you for an hour's minimum wage, you can get a full meal a proper meal in any restaurant now, pretty much, mm. uh, for that kind of money. And uh, so, so people are so busy now with their screens. We're all, all of us guilty of spending far too much uh, time on them. Food is so cheap and it's so convenient. If you're living somewhere like Rapmines in Dublin, you have 200 restaurants will deliver to you within 30 minutes. Like 200. Like it's ridiculous, the choice. From the very poor to the very good. Mm. So, so uh, what people are saying is that scratch cooking is going to become a hobby so that that the, the norm will be to get your food delivered or to have a ready meal you buy in a supermarket or a convenience store and that you'll scratch cook at the weekends as a hobby when you're having your friends around. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but you can see the way it's yes, going. Yeah. You can M- see the No, way no it's look going
4: at and what you The, the Ratgar, mine's uh, example, your cite there, it, yeah. is a very pertinent one. Let's bring in your buddy sitting patiently here beside you. He is the franchisee for Camille Thai, now in Navin. Alan Corbett, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks Brody me. mentioned there uh, McDonald's. Yes. Uh, you worked for them, did you? Yeah, I did till eight weeks ago. All right. Yes, so you're uh, fresh out.
6: But I was moonlighting, so to speak, with Camille in the background. Uh, we were quite a while trying to get into Navin. My, my story is I've worked for McDonald's for 27 years, um, but I always wanted to do something on my own. Uh, I engaged with McDonald's a year ago or so to do something with them just never got off the ground, never happened. Uh, there's a lot of more McDonald's than there are Camille's, obviously, in, in, in Ireland. Um, so the, the, the options uh, to get in with them was limited. I met Brody at the Franchise Expo September 17, I think it was. Uh, we hit it off straight away. I learned about the Camille brand, what they do, the food, the concept. Uh, and that was just something that worked for me. So I commuted for 20 years from Navin when I moved from Dublin. So I commuted for 20 years to McDonald's and I had enough of the commute. I wanted to work where I lived. So the marriage of Camille in Navin was perfect for me.
4: So, so you have a lot of experience under your belt. You really have.
6: In
5: in food management and yes. retail management. Not as nice as food as ours now, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Just to say that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with McDonald's. Camille, of course. Oh, Absolutely yeah, nothing yeah.
4: wrong with it. You've known that I, for an awful long time. Yes,
6: yeah. So I obviously, I knew the Camille brand. But, uh, yeah. you know, the, 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 the ability to get into... Into having a franchise of my own with Fanula. Fanula is my
4: wife. Yes, We're and we've met your wife Finn. as She's known Finn as is her artistic her name, name as yes. well, and she was here with us last year with the girls in the purple shirts. That's correct. Yes. Look yes. at the color of the bags. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's all meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> so this is new for you, but something you've
6: always wanted to do. Always wanted to do. Just needed the right the right vehicle to take it with. So
4: what distinguishes this? You know, w- you know, you've a lot of experience here. Yeah. W- what's different about uh, Camille Thai? Well, the perception is everyone, as Brody said,
6: we're back into having the takeaway. You know, the convenience of you come home in the evening at seven and you're maybe not in the humour of making, cooking a dinner. To have a meal delivered to hot, fresh meal from Camille in 30 minutes is just fantastic. And if you haven't tried it, the difference of your typical Asian takeaways to having a Camille. The difference is phenomenal when you mm. try it for the first time.
5: So quality is a big thing. So um, we have built a kind of reputation in Camille uh, for kind of around health and wellness. So all our dishes are calorie counters. They're dairy free. We have a fantastic vegan section in the menu, which is very popular now. Like really, really, very, really very popular. Uh, if people are celiac, we have a gluten free range as well. Um, the quality of the ingredients you know, it's Irish sirloin beef in our beef dishes. It's it's locally sourced vegetables. One of the dishes we'll do now, and uh, later on this, uh, later on in August, is a f- 100% Irish sourced dish. So every ingredient in it is smart. It's very hard to do that actually, because mm. most times of the year we don't have certain vegetables or that that we we like and so they're uh, imported. Um, our packaging, uh, we're the first in Europe with fully compostable packaging. So this packaging we're using can go straight into your uh, into your brown bin. We run yoga classes in. in in the summer so tonight in Merrion Square about 350 people will pile in for a free yoga class which is all supporting <laughs> the health and wellness part um, health and wellness part of Camille will I stop now I? no no
4: because I was going to say to you of course people will say to you, you know you mentioned a moment ago we're all glued to our screens we're not going to be cooking anymore time is of the essence and I hear him saying come on Brody, you're encouraging people to be Ah, oh,
5: well no I mean people are doing that it's anyway I really? think our job is to give people choices yeah, yeah. so if you're going Going to have a takeaway? Look, we can show you. We can tell you what's in ours. We can, uh, we can. We we know the ingredients are good. You can get rid of the the waste from it uh responsibly. and um, We're encouraging people to have healthy lifestyles. We're not saying eat our food every day. It's not. Mm. It wouldn't be good for you. Yeah. But this, as part of a balanced diet, our food's fantastic.
4: Thai? Why Thai? What do you think? It's it's one of the gro- growth areas. Real growth areas in terms of palate in Ireland. I absolutely do. I think. People,
6: Irish people, have travelled abroad on holidays, and they've definitely varying palates than what they had ten or fifteen years ago. Um, the people that I've engaged with, I've been training in Fibs or in Pier Street, just getting to know people who are out there in, in, in the workplace and what they look for for lunch. For example, I've been in Pier Street; they do a phenomenal lunch trade, and people just like the menu that they have. The varying, mm. the varying things on. So the
5: it's me- generally much lighter. So we've very little deep fried food. So um, it's dairy free. Um, so lots of options on our menu. For example, under six hundred calories, people like that. Um, it, this cooking style is ninety seconds on a hot wok, so you're keeping all the integrity of the food. So if you fry an onion or a, a pepper, it's still crunchy and delicious when you get it uh, when you get it home. Uh, people like rice now. Mo- about half our sales are of brown rice, brown and wild rice. Really good for you. Fiber, yes. So it's it's taken all the health. Mm. It's taken all the uh, the health boxes. So I think it's a fresh light kind of uh, alternative, say to traditional. Uh, takeaway foods would if I mentioned pizza you know not really great on the old health side a lot of fat uh, a lot of fat in it deep fried foods which would be our typical fish and chipper mm. um, um, look they're they're all fine in moderation but I think people feel they could eat our food maybe more than once a week
4: mm. <laughs> so what have you brought here what's this sitting in this little tub here beside me
5: what's that Tell that's, me what that is, a, Alan. That's a green curry. It's a green chicken curry.
6: One of our most popular dishes. Okay, yeah. can I have a little taste yeah. of this here? You that has got a
5: little bit of a kick of it. Okay, uh, which you'll which you'll enjoy. It's a coconut milk based uh, coconut milk based curry, um, which you'd have probably with rice or a, a fried rice or noodle uh, noodle dish. But our dishes are packed full of flavour, and I bet you wouldn't argue with that. It is delicious, right? Even for you, Jerry, now, and a man who's travelled the world, that is a delicious curry. It is. It's is very, really very
4: nice. I feel yeah. like taking a break already, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I can't. But um, it really is. It really
5: is gorgeous. It's full of flavour. And that is made... We make the sauce ourselves, so we know where it comes from. There's no funny stuff in it. There's no MSG or anything uh, like that in it. It's a healthy coconut milk-based uh, sauce full of fresh vegetables. It's basically unprocessed, which is quite mm. unlike... A lot of the foods you'll get, say a pizza, which is very processed, and 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 you feel this
4: is what this is
5: the distinguishing fact, why this thing has taken off. Yeah, I think it's it's the unprocessed fact. It's unprocessed. It's natural ingredients. Um, So we're talk. What's in that is raw vegetables, raw chicken, and a sauce we've made to go with it. Right? It's not. It's not been through a mincer. or or It's not have. It doesn't have additives. It's the real McCoy. It's the real McCoy. Um, Yeah.
4: How many stores have you now? What, where do you stand in number terms?
5: Well, uh, I think uh, we're opening in Ashburn next week. I didn't mention that to you. Um, uh, Ashburn will be our 20th uh, restaurant in, in Ireland. Um, and we've been kind of spreading out from Dublin. So we're in Cork and Limerick uh, now uh, as well. But uh, Drada, Navon, um, we're opening in Nice. Uh, we are just opening Greystones a few weeks ago. Um, our new one in Navan is absolutely gorgeous on Trimgate Street. It's a 40 seat uh, dining as well. A brand new design. We have a young uh, designer called Gilda Strange designed it for us. So it's it's really bright and fresh. It's gorgeous. It's interesting at the weekend to see how many people taking pictures for Instagram. Mm. It. Yeah. So it's, it's sit-in as
4: well as take-away?
6: Yeah, we have yes, for, 40 seats. Um, mm. As I said, I've always lived. i lived in Navan 20 years, so I always, always wanted to live and work in the town. And Trimgate Street was where we needed to be. So the site we have is on the very end of Trimgate Street. It's the old Albany Paints before your old typical big DIY stores came to town where you bought your paint and wallpaper. So we've gone into that ground floor, but we've double sized at the back to get a full kitchen in. It's a full visual kitchen, so you can see the chefs doing their thing when you're waiting for your dish. Um, and it's a great location. So when you come into Navin, it's the very first unit you see. Um, and as, as Brody said, Jill Lestrange has been fantastic. Brodie brought She's her your in. The designer, yeah. The designer. She came in just at the start of the project, and uh, it looks fantastic. The amount of people taking photos <coughs> and the compliments that we got for the branch was was great. And we deliver
5: about uh, kind of two two and a half mile radius from Trimgate Street, so that's most of kind of mm, uh, yeah. the centre part of Navan. And we aim to do that in, in thirty minutes. We do it about eighty seven percent of the time in thirty minutes. What happens? Our problem is on a Friday night, everybody orders at the same time. You could have a you wouldn't hundred drivers wouldn't be enough. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll have we'll have seven or eight drivers. in the Friday night now in Trimgate Street, delivering food out and about, yeah.
4: Obviously, this expansion has been rapid and there's more to comfy as well. And you are in the UK. How many of you in the UK? We're five in London,
5: yeah, um, in, in South London. And it's, it's going really well there. It's really interesting because while in Dublin we have some competitors for our business who are kind of doing high-end t- Thai food like us, we have really nobody in London. So the opportunity is, is, is incredible there. And it's all a bit crazy when you think about, you know, an Irish company flogging Thai food to the English, like... It doesn't really make sense, but there you go. <laughs> That's the way. What's Brenton's
4: got to do with it? Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. uh, okay, so look, you're, you're up and running in Navin-Ashbourne to come as well. want to take a short break on Late Lunch because Brodie Sweeney is staying with us and Alan Corbett as well. We'll say goodbye to you on Facebook Live and uh, we'll see you later on. But stay with us on the show today because we're going to talk more after this short break. Brodie Sweeney's with me on Late Lunch today and Alan Corbett and they've just opened Camille Thai Kitchen in uh, Navan in County Meath. Look, for you, Brody. 25 years you spent with O'Brien's and as you did say, the recession hit you hard and it's still O'Brien's is still flying along. How did O'Brien start or how do you remember the, the, the genesis of it? Like this today, it's a sort of a repeat for you.
5: Uh, yeah, I've kind of always been interested in working in food, and uh, O'Brien started back in 1988, if you can believe that. That's 31 years ago now. God, I can't believe it. It's that long. <laughs> um, and uh, we opened up in Georgia Street in Dublin, and um, I had this... Um, I think at the time, people now, your older, view, your older listeners will remember that in the old days, if you, ever, if you bought a sandwich out, it came in two flavours. It came in ham. And it came in cheese, and it was wrapped in cling film. And if you were in a really racy, you got it in ham and cheese put together in the same pizza, (laughs) in the same in the same sandwich. And um, it, it was a time when we were. I think starting to, uh, the economy was starting to do a bit better uh, thousand nine hundred and eighty eight yeah and people were reaching out a bit more and there was this phenomenon of the brown bag people were bringing the brown bag to work uh, from home and uh, so we got this I had this idea with a couple of uh, guys of starting a sandwich bar, and we uh, we set up o'brien 's uh, back then and the original idea I remember was we were buying sliced pans, and I remember s- speaking to the baker and saying, "Look, could you take every second toot out?" And we made a thick bread sandwich, and that was the, we were the first with a really thick uh, sandwich, and that gave us a kind of point of difference because everybody else was doing, you know, a much smaller sandwich. Yes. We were doing this thick bread sandwich, and um, and it was a very tough business to. Uh, it was a very tough business start, very tough to persuade people to try. Uh, to try something different and to spend a few quid uh, on it. But um, eventually, over time, is it, uh, it, it grew and grew. Not unlike the way this has grown, because we're, we're almost 10 years at this. I'm uh, uh, at it a bit longer than Alan, but we're almost 10 years at this. Uh, and O'Brien's grew to, you know... More than 340 shops in 16 countries and about 3,500 people working on it. So it was a phenomenal, large success story. Um, and I was very proud of it. And I had a great, great few years. And then it all went a bit pear shaped at the end. And I'd be kind of philosophical. That's life. And mm. you dust yourself down and pick yourself up and off you go again. Do you know? Without a recession, would you have
4: rattle along with O'Brien was, uh, it, was it purely so, yeah,
5: yeah. that that, uh, that took you down yeah, yeah? well I, I mean I, I'd be very pragmatic about these things so yes the recession didn't help but I kind of took my eye off the ball myself I got involved in I stood for election for Finnegale in Dublin North East I wrote a few books I started a charity <laughs> I was having a great time so I think the recession didn't help but I think myself I probably took my eye off the ball a bit and that was so I, I'd put my uh, hand up first uh, as to where the problems came from as opposed to blaming the recession Set, which what I should, certainly didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> what,
4: what turned your head to politics in Finnegale, and you canvassed like mad. I know, but I they did. didn't listen to you on the doorsteps. No, but
5: I, I still think it's a very valid thing for, for someone like for me to do you know there's, there's not enough people with experience real experience of starting things up and employing people uh, getting involved in politics uh, it shouldn't just be school teachers and, and lawyers um, and so there should be a place for someone like me in it and I was full of ideas and I don't regret it for a minute and I, it was uh, my best life lesson I ever had was mm. canvassing for two years it, it really opened my eyes to people's stories you know
4: I couldn't disagree with you about uh, the calibre in politics we do need more people well I'm with not saying we're better or worse I no, just saying you need different people yes, Parliament
5: should be Representative of the people, absolutely. Not just the
4: school teachers, and there's and not the enough business people in there fitness, who yeah. know how to make a business grow and expand. Um, when you were down, when, when it went, and I've read about you extensively and I know about you, did you ever feel you were on your uppers? Like you had a family, you had no income, you lost everything. <coughs> what people would like to know sustained you, Brody? What were the, the, the main things that took you through?
5: Well, I'd like to say it was it was noble, and because I'm a fantastic person and I'm just great, but I think the analogy more of a cornered rat is a better analogy. So a cornered rat comes out fighting. You know, mm. you get someone into a corner and uh, and you've no you've nowhere to go, so you come out fighting, and that's the way I feel. Uh, I had nowhere to go. I had no uh, I had no income. Uh, I'm unemployable. I'm fifty. Uh, so I have. I'm lucky that I have the fortitude. To, to, to kind of be generally of a, uh, an optimistic nature and so to be able to pick myself up and get something started in something and it's, I'm just, I'm, I'm fortunate that way um, but I, I think a cornered rat's a good analogy as it is a, to
4: a very interesting
5: one, yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you're, it's true. Yeah. It's very true. When you're, you have you're, to, you're backed into the corner. you've, yeah. you've really no choices. And I think uh, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't single myself out for resilience. Lots of people coming through the recession from all walks of life found themselves like cornered rats and came out fighting. Mm. And have got over the worst of it. I think I wouldn't be on my own there at all.
4: And you know the Irish uh, attitude to this: if you fail. Mm. you know that Irish thing that if you fail in business there's no second chance whereas in the States as we know
5: it's nearly a prerequisite well, I don't know I think Is it's it? over egged a bit That a little bit mm. I mean uh, the thing that shocked me most going into uh, losing my business was about a third of my address book dried up overnight that really shocked me mm. I thought of people I was pretty close to uh, uh, weren't but people are supportive and we we're, most of us are blessed to have family and friends around us who wish good things for us and are there to back us up and support us um, it was lovely to see with Alan's opening last week, his, all his family and mates from Navin coming in to support him. I mean, amazing. Just uh, just a, w- a wonderful thing to see. And they're all wishing the best. That's all. Mm. People just want the best uh, for you. And we're, look, most of us are surrounded by people like that. So you're on
4: the roll again. And here you are. The numbers are going up and new openings. And you're repeating, really, the O'Brien's formula. And you mentioned it there. I know the number you had. 360, 16 countries, three and a half thousand people working for you. Can this be that
5: big? Oh, I think this could be bigger. Yeah, I think it could be bigger. This is... uh, Now, we're very very measured now about what we're doing so it's, it's like it's like having it's like having babies with Alan like you know it's one at <laughs> a time let me see how we get on so Jesus, we're not this is the first time we've we had two men us. having a
4: baby on yeah. late lunch you've just made history yeah, yeah. today Camille Kai huh fifth baby this,
5: this, this, <laughs> what this, did it,
4: you
6: say I, Alan I said I already have four kids this is my fifth one <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah. yeah.
5: it's 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 uh, you know what we're on to in Navin is something amazing you know we're we're, we're we're doing really nice genuinely we're doing really nice mm. food we, we're, we're taking the guilt out of takeaway uh, we're helping people live better lifestyles. We're recognising people are are pretty much addicted to screens. I don't think there's any getting mm. I don't think there's any getting away from it. Um, and we're, you know, we feel good about what we're doing. We're not feeling crap about selling this food. We're feeling good yes. about it. And we're helping people to, you know, as I say, make make uh make better choices and we're selling uh, we're doing nice food. I think we're showing leadership with our compostable packaging. We're doing our yoga classes, we're helping people have better uh lifestyles. Um that's what we should do. And so we're not just you know, we've a bit of a cause. We we do feel a lot about yeah. about innovating uh, in, in Camille. Um, that's that's our job to lead people and show people a, a better way.
4: Before you finish with me today, um, you're really enthused by this, and you're a man who takes takes risks. I know that, and and this has really fired you up again. You love sailing. You are a I sailor. Do, you yeah. love the boat. Yeah. Talk to me for a moment, just before you finish, about you know when the time comes. Do you believe? Really, retirement is an option how do you look on retirement oh, for no, people in general
5: well I just want to tell you about my boat first so I, okay. I've, I've owned a, a beautiful little Galway hooker it's a 23-foot foot boat called a glowchuck and I bought it off a fella called Charlie McCarty from Dundalk. He lives out in... He was a pilot from Dundalk. We know Arbor. him. No, him. Well, yeah. Yeah,
4: He's been in here with yeah, me. Yeah, lovely fella.
5: Charlie's a fantastic man. So I bought the boat off him, and I keep it over in Sligo. We have a little house up there in Sligo. And it's the most beautiful boat on the West Coast. I mean, it stands down. Now, when I tell you it wouldn't be worth the price of you know a 30 year old car now it's got no value at all but it's yeah. beautiful mm. so I love that I just mm. got out and I have a couple of lobster pots over there as well two and, and I stick the lobster pots in and occasionally I'm fortunate I'm blessed with a lobster that's big enough to keep because most of them are too small and I, that's, that's happy out. I don't want a bigger boat I don't want uh, you know I don't want three lobster pots I'm kind of done materially <laughs> so no that's as much as I, I want and, 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 and retirement no oh well I no I'd, I'd, retirement you see retirement for me is where you do what you want to do rather than what you have to do so if you choose to keep on working and you're, it's a choice. Then that's retirement. If you're having to work because you have to work, you have to keep the roof over the head or pay the mortgage. That's not retirement. But if you're able to, if you want to keep working because you want to keep working, it's a choice. Then that's that's retirement. So I'd actually like to go sailing. I'd like to take some time off sailing at some point, and then come back to come back to conventional uh, work. But retirement in the sense of sitting now and nothing and I'm not wrong with golf. <laughs>
4: I don't, I don't, I said it. <laughs> Listen, the country's on a high with golf after Lowry it is. It and is. isn't the isn't Ryder a, Cup isn't on its a way fantastic it's been, isn't he yeah, a great yeah. fella. Anyway, Alan, just to say best wishes to you with Camille in yeah, uh, yeah. Navin and what you're doing there. You won't be getting any lobster from Sligo, you no, understand that? To put no. into these beautiful pots. That's just that's for him you know what I'm saying he
6: just goes down there when he's having a stressful
4: time <laughs> absolutely anyway we wish you well thank you for bringing this lovely food we'll, we'll pass it on into the, the good folk here at LMFM, and they can do a, a taste run on it as well but for the moment Brodie Sweeney and uh, Alan Corbett thank you very much for joining me on the show thank, thank you,
6: thank you. thanks for having us
4: We have a lovely competition for you every day on Late Lunch this week with really fantastic prizes starting today. It's Signature Furniture and they are celebrating their annual... Stock disposal sale, and they've given us these wonderful prizes to give away on late launch. So, if it's the finest quality sofas and chairs, dining beds, mattresses, or occasional furniture you're looking for, then Signature Furniture Dramiskin Castle Bellingham is the place to be. Their annual stock disposal sale is on now, and it must end this coming bank holiday Monday at six o'clock. That's this day week. Dramiskin Castle Bellingham for Signature Furniture. That is where the big sale is happening between now. And next Monday. Now, Louise, this is the concept, OK? And now Louise came up Convert. with this concept uh, and it's good. It's always good when Louise comes up with it, I promise you. So we'll give you an example. Easy, we're peasy. going to give, <laughs> no pressure. We're going to give, there's three answers each day. So you have to wait till you get all three. So we're saying, Louise, don't text or WhatsApp us
0: no, until you get three.
4: all three mm-hmm. Questions and then you get in touch with us, then and give us all three answers together. So, what we're looking for, we're looking for one word in each of these clues. There'll be three a day, so one, one two, three. Uh, and the word is related to the home, isn't it? It's related to uh, things within the furniture, whatever within the home. So, I'll give an example. Louise, will you answer this one for me? This is the way it's going to work. Here's the saying You made your something, so you have to line it. You made your something. So you have to lie in it. Bed. Yes, you're so clever. So bed is the word we were looking for there. Do you get the drift of it now, folks? We're looking for a word in each of these sayings. Three a day, when you have all three, then you can WhatsApp or text us to 086 1800 658 with all three answers and your name and details. So from Signature Furniture, Dramiskin Castle, Bellingham, this Monday we have for you a wall art framed picture It's beautiful. You know how much it's worth, Louise?
0: No idea, but it sounds fun. A
4: euro off 200. (gasps) 199 euro. This is really lovely. Would be beautiful in anybody's home. So here's the first one. There's three to come. Here's your first one today for the Signature Furniture Competition. Listen carefully. I'm looking for one word. And there's three of these clues to come during the afternoon. Pull the something from under you. They'd pull the something from under you. So do you know that word I'm looking for there? Pull what from under you? What's the word I'm looking Biping for you? my tongue. <laughs> That's the first one you have there. Two more to come on late lunch over the next hour and a half or so. It's the final night. Will you miss it?
0: No. I'm all, I'll i be glued to it tonight, Love Island we're talking about. Yes. Um, but I was just watching it last night and, um, yeah, I didn't have to find any flutters about it last night then. No. <laughs> oh, I just no. found
4: it very if I, boring. If I, hear that, <laughs> if I hear that word again, how many people stopped me over the weekend and said it to me. <laughs> Caroline Cavan has a lot to answer for, I have to say. <laughs> uh, so it's just suddenly nearly stopped doing it for you, has it?
0: Yeah, it was just too boring last night. I mean, all the parents arrived and it
4: was just, no... I've so, switched
0: myself switching over Now
4: for for me who's glued Maria who's Hi. left who is left who can win this
0: Well Molly May and Tommy are the favourites okay. but I think they're a bit boring All right. They've just been loved up since they arrived and they've no drama or anything
4: Okay they're the fabs then Who else is there
0: Maura the Irish girl
4: who's, who's Curtis Who's her beau Curtis Is that real I or don't is it? really like him okay. to be honest Maura and Curtis Who else I think
0: somebody likened him the other day, to a Disney, when he smiles, he's like a Disney villain.
4: Oh, mm. people like Disney villains, you know.
0: They do. Women yeah, love just, villains, yeah. And I, I, think I know some women in general like, artists, but just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Girls like wide boys, fine. Louise. Yeah, but he's a bit too wide.
4: Okay, right, he's too wide. So, mm-hmm. so they're marked off your chart. Mara's not going to win it. Who else is there?
0: Amber and Greg are. Mm. That's Greg is the Limerick. Uh, yes, the, the Limerick limer guy. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And Amber and Amber's lovely, and she's been through a lot.
4: Okay, so they're potential winners. You think
0: they are? They are. I think. And then you have Ovi and India.
4: Oh, hold on a minute! Louise has been Ovied for weeks.
0: Ovi, Ovi, Ovi. I, yeah. I.
4: I, I. <laughs> Who's his partner? India. Okay.
0: Yeah, and she is lovely, but I—he nearly win it by himself, I think.
4: So you're, who you, who you, who are you going for?
0: Um, I think Mora or sorry, Molly Mae and Tommy are the favourites, but I'd love to see Ovi and India win. I'd Can be very, they win? I'd be shocked if Mora and Curtis win, but okay. Amber and Greg could do it as well.
4: So it's a public vote, is it tonight?
0: Yeah, and it's live for fifty thousand.
4: For for the couple. For the oh. Couple. Couple. A couple win 50,000, yeah. each. Yeah. And I'm sure all the fame and fortune that, that goes along out. with that as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I believe Maura's already some film she's booked out roles. Isn't she? Yeah, lined up for when she gets out. <laughs> see the headlines.
4: Love Island, the finale. You know, uh, Helena um, was telling me she's going to a party for it. There's a Love Island party. Oh, there's,
0: yeah, I've seen a few of them in pubs around the place, yeah.
4: They're and, having special nights for yeah. it, and they're all going to be glued to it.
0: And you know what? Garthy have even got involved this morning. Go away. Yeah, they put out a. A tweet on their official Twitter page. Have you got um, it? Yeah, I have. Will they you read have, it for us? They have posted a picture of a truck, which was obviously pulled in. OK. Um, because the driver was tweeting. Yeah. Now, you, if you're kind of a fan of Love Island, you'll get this. OK. So it says, I got a text, which happens every night when organisers tweet one of the contestants. Yeah. This islander was cracking on with somebody on the phone while driving. He promised he would do no mora, as in... Laura yeah. Higgins <laughs> of this and asked us if we would cut him some flack as in Caroline <laughs> Flack the presenter we decided to stay true to ourselves and couple him up with an FCPN which is a penalty notice <sighs> and it says hashtag arrive alive hashtag love island <gasps>
4: So the Garda are even into it. They're even into it. There you you go. Yeah. So criminals, it's a free night tonight. You can do what you like. Uh, The (laughs) the guardian will be all glued to Love Island. It's uh, your evening to make hay. (laughs) No, I don't mean that. I'm only being facetious. Anyway, watch this space. We'll see who'll win tomorrow. You are sending us in answers already. And I told you there are three clues for the signature furniture competition. I've given you one. There's two more to come. Don't WhatsApp or text us till you have all three and you have three answers to send back to us on late lunch. So if you've sent in already, listen up, stay with us. There's two more clues to come and we'll give you one of those after this short break. No, we'll go to a song. So, what am I saying? David Gray will kill me. It's It's Babylon. That Love Island has me all upset. Let's hear him. David Gray and Babylon on late lunch this Monday afternoon. I'll give you the second clue now. Signature furniture. We have great prizes to give away each day this week on late lunch. And they're having their annual stock disposal sale. It's all this week. Ends next Monday, Bank Holiday at 6 o'clock. And you have to call in and see what they have on offer. It's fantastic at Dremiskin uh, Castle, Bellingham. They're down there. Easily, it's well signposted around there. You'll find them. And there's a lot of action going on there in terms of sales for the next week. We have a wall art frame picture. Almost €200 Euro it's worth to give away in late lunch today. i give you the first clue a few moments ago. And it's all to do with furniture in your home and items in your home uh, that you'd get for sure at Signature Furniture. The first clue, yes, I will give it again. Somebody who's on to me. I just missed the end of it. We're looking for the missing word here, and it's all to do with something in your home. The first clue was pull the something from under you. What's the word we're looking for there? Second clue. Here it is. Here it is coming. Something malfunctions. Yes, it's in your home. It's in everybody's home. Something. I'm looking for a word. Something malfunctions to do with furniture in your home. You know what I'm talking about. That's clue number two. Third clue to come on late lunch. Stay with us. And then you can start sending in all three answers with your name and details. Short break and late lunch. And after the break, Tracy Hanby, yes, we've met her on Late Lunch. She is a woman of the year for this year. She's heading off on a very unusual tour around Ireland. On International Women's Day, she was our woman of the year on Late Lunch LMFM Radio. Yes, you do remember what a story she has and has told us over the years. And she's back with us today because she's undertaking something that's quite unusual. Tracy Hanby, good afternoon. <laughs>
7: Yeah, hi Terry, oh God, <laughs> well, uh, I, I should write a book, The Chronicles of Tracy handy. <laughs> <laughs> you should, tell
4: them what you're doing.
7: So, uh, in my wisdom, you see I started college in September for two years doing a master's programme, so I thought, my God, Claude is not going to see me now, even more so. So I thought, what can I do? I took two weeks unpaid and two weeks paid leave, so that's four weeks, and I was like scratching my head going, I can't afford to go. Abroad, I thought, I know, let's go camping for a month. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I organised. Uh, yeah, all around Ireland, all around the coastline. So you are setting off, is today the start of it, yes, today? I am talking to you from Calmore Key in Wexford as Clodagh is very, well, you know, very studiously setting up a tent. Lovely, so this is the first leg of the journey. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's dull with a chance
4: of rain Oh no, listen <laughs> I, I saw the forecast, it's actually not bad I, I don't know about a month, but for the next week I don't think you'll have too much moisture I think It'll be grand, it's Ireland It's Ireland that, and that's it as well So you're on your way and it's a whole month Have you an itinerary, have you a route planned?
7: I have a route planner So uh, we're Wexford for a few days Just to break us in gently We go to Waterford for a day Then we go to Independence Music Festival. Then we leave there and go to Little Island in Cork for my birthday. Oh, lovely. Then we go to Dingle
5: for a few days. Then we go
7: back over to Charleville. My cousin lives in Charleville. Then we go to Limerick to another campsite. Then we leave there and go to a friend who I haven't met, I've known years, but I haven't actually met her, Laura Mulcahy, she's a musician, so meeting her on the 12th, then we leave there and go to Salt Hill because okay. I want to do um, horse riding on the beach, I remember doing that 20 years ago. Hold on, you missed so want- a step
4: there, I'm lost, you went from Limerick to where <laughs> to Salt Hill, where are you meeting Maura? In Laura, we're meeting her in the burn. Okay, burn. All right. Listen, I'm writing Father this down Ted. as I go along. I'm doing the map here as I'm going along. Salt Hill. Go on.
7: Father, Father Ted's house. We're going to do a <laughs> selfie there. Uh, we're going to Salt Hill. Then we go to Clifton. We're going to an eco beach camping. Lovely. Yeah, right on the beach. Like so I'm looking forward to that now. It'll be quite exposed, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope we have a tent at the end of it. <laughs> And then we leave there and uh, drive. It'll be a drive through of Westport, Sligo, and settle in Letterkenny for the night. Okay. Uh, then we leave there and pop to Derry Girls mural to say hello and get a And then we go to uh, the Giants Causeway because I've always that's on my wish list for a long time. Okay. And then we leave there to Belfast to a friend of mine. Yeah. And then we go to Castlewellan, which is well recommended to me by your Louise.
4: Okay. So yes. Yes, she's mentioned it several times. I know. Yeah. Yes. Loves yes. it. So
7: we threw that one onto to a hat, too. Once her recommendation was very strong. So we'll be there for a couple of days. Then we leave there and go to Blackrock and Louth. Lovely. And then we go to your hotel. Ah, you're heading that you
4: gave me. Lovely. So that finishes okay. it all off. You're heading yes. to the beautiful village to crown the month.
3: Yes, that'll be our last shot.
2: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.
1: You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work.
4: Plastic like that I've just been writing it down here it really is a coastal tour right round the whole of Ireland from little old Navin well done to you to put it together so I take it uh, you'll still be good friends mother and daughter by the end of the month uh,
7: well hopefully we won't have a row. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a, a little
4: one already. Ah, right, look at that part and parcel <laughs> of life, isn't it? And so it, it's with you that you you are September is a big month for you, and as you start off on this two year journey, you just said, "I'm going to do something a little bit different." Just to
7: well, it's also money wise as yeah. well. I wanted to, I I wanted to see how much this would all come together and cost. Mm. So I suppose it's similar enough to go on away for a two week all inclusive holiday. Yeah. But it'll be for four weeks
4: here.
7: Mm. A yeah. little bit like on a budget holiday. Yeah, but listen...
4: A <laughs> w- holiday. Won't the young woman absolutely enjoy it and get a great feel for the country? There aren't many children and, and, and young people who've done that, you know what I mean, to explore the country like you are. You know what I well, mean? What now? I
7: did was I got a student OPW pass. So, because I obviously starting in college, I had a student card. Yeah. And it was €10 Euros to do that. And for the whole year, we can visit the OPW sites for free terrific that's amazing oh
4: it's great it's one of the best things you can get I'm well aware of it and we want to say today you've heard where Tracy is heading um, if there's any suggestions to as to somewhere she should go or call into in Wexford, Waterford, Cork, Kerry, uh, Clare, Galway, I'm just giving the sample of all the counties. Donegal, Derry, Antrim, you name it. If you have anywhere you suggest they might call, she'd love to hear from you, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're Definitely looking for suggestions. would love to. Yes,
7: yeah. I'm doing for my birthday. Go on. I'm kissing the blarney stone.
4: I <laughs> no need for you to do that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to do it My God You could talk now What'll you be like How you kiss that stone
7: I tell you I'll be full of stories On the way back
4: <laughs> <laughs> I even have McCarthy's Bar
7: There's a book Called McCarthy's Bar Right It's in my bag That's my reading material For the,
4: the trip Okay And someone Who uh, did something similar here they're coming they're coming the message is already to us thank you Oh eight six eighteen hundred six five eight. 1800 uh, in case you didn't get that in my uh, jumbled Oh eight six eighteen hundred six five eight is the number whatsapp or text and they're coming in already here's a couple for you Ballyhoora Mountains Limerick there's good camping there somebody says okay just a suggestion and another one Might says be where
7: we're going when... uh, we're going to Curr Chase Camping in Limerick
4: okay that could be and Mitchellstown there's caves nearby lovely caves somebody oh, says nice. <laughs> to check those caves out you'll really enjoy them you see they I do like to advise and thank you indeed for those suggestions so you're going to kiss the blarney stone there you go i did i did it once myself many years ago well
7: it'll be for one day
4: only yeah lovely (laughs) it's a lovely place there so it is there's plenty to see around that around that area as well so all we want Weatherman, weather gods, please smile on Tracy and her daughter as they travel around Ireland. Give us a lovely month of August. That's all we're asking for. Oh, it's not please, much, is it? God. Yeah, That's
7: all I want for my birthday. Okay. Yeah,
4: and do you, do you like? Have you done much camping in the past? You know, pitching we have, the tent. And... Actually, you no. Know,
7: to be fair, we have. Um, we usually do it with a friend of mine, Faith, and her kids, and we usually have a week that we do, and we come to New Ross, and we've a guy River Hollows. It's a, it's like a forest. Um, it's a real rustic camping now yeah. proper camping and we usually go to him so I'll pop to say hi to him when I head to Waterford he's in New Ross basically Lovely. Um, but I could highly recommend him even he's a host and himself. So he comes he meets you he'll have food with you at the fire and the crack is mighty and no, he's a good old skin so we're missing out on him I'm afraid uh this year but we will visit and pass by but yeah we've done it pretty much every year but only for a week this is going to be quite interesting yes
4: a month is quite different well listen i wanted to touch base with you today on leg one they've made it to wexford folks just to tell you there's been no problem that they're in the pitching tent there we'll touch base with you would you mind over the next few weeks would that be all right and we'll see how you're getting on is that okay
7: You'll be able to follow us on uh, Facebook. We're going to do a video blog every night. So a video around 6 o'clock about what our day was like. OK,
4: so follow Tracy, Tracy Hanby, on Facebook and you'll see all that's going on there and you'll hear her with us on Late Lunch as well. We have a good friend of yours coming next. Brian McGrain is joining me. You know him, Hi, don't you? hello to Brian. Uh, yeah. Well
7: done, very proud of him.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's here next with us and we're looking forward to meeting him on the show. Thank you indeed and good luck. What's the daughter's name again? Cloda Cloda, Hi, Cloda. Good ah! Hi, Cloda good luck to Tracy and Cloda as they make their way round Ireland for the next month and you will hear them here with us on late lunch. Thanks a million Tracy. Bye. Take care bye. Bye, bye Cloda. Bye bye. Bye bye. God she's a great one. You really do have to hand it to her. She's a wonderful woman. That woman just lets Let's nothing get our down, and that's why I admire us so much. Late lunch, LMFM radio. Signature furniture, Dramiskin Castle, Bellingham. Their annual stock disposal sale is on right now, and it's over next Monday, this day week, bank holiday at six o'clock. They're giving us a great prize each day. Today, it's a wall art framed picture. Worth €199. Euro. You might as well say €200. Euro. Three clues each day to do it. furniture or house fittings. You know, the stuff that you decorate your house with. I've given two already. Here's the third. They're clambering for the second one. I'll be killed if I do this, but I'm just doing it today. Not any other day. The first clue was pull the something from under you. What's the word we're looking for? Second clue, something malfunctions is to do with your home and furnishings. And here's the third one. Bring the something down. Now, it's not house. It's not house. House is not what we're looking for there. You know, maybe think of a show. Bring the something down. What's that in your house? That's the third clue. Answers now as quick as you can to 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text with the three answers and your name and details. And we'll pick a winner before the end of the show. My next guest on Late Lunch today was a talented Gaelic footballer qualified with a degree in product design, yet he's never walked at what he studied for. You see, Brian McGrain has followed his dream of Making music, traveling the world, performing, and writing his own songs, which he's released across social media, and he's here with us today. Brian, you're very welcome. How's
3: it going? My brain is still uh, flying on those qu- uh, quiz questions. We've <laughs> got going there. <laughs> don't think too I know, much. I'm not going to think about Brian. Them. <laughs> don't think too much about
4: them. L- let the listeners think about that. You just relax here, now and for the next while of me, and I'll I'll give you the answers at the end. But you're not to tell anybody else. Brilliant. Anyway, yeah. welcome to the show, so and you are really making uh, waves in the world of music. Where did this come from? Is it it's Sean, oh, Sean, you know, Sean, the dad, the butcher in Navin, or, or Anne-Marie, or Mam. Where does it come from?
3: I don't... To be honest with you, I don't really know. Um, my mother always played a bit of piano when she was younger. You know, as your parents, they'll get their kids to play piano, but it was never really something that she loved doing. Mm. And then on my dad's side of the family, there was always kind of uncles and relatives who played. But directly in my family, I'm really the only, buddy, only one who plays. So it's... Yeah, I don't really know where it comes from. People Did it ask go me.
4: beyond, was it a previous generation? What about your grandparents? Anything there? Not really, oh, no. All right, so no. you're the
3: first, one of a kind of a, well, in this
4: family. I don't know. Hey, no pressure, no, <laughs> no pressure, yeah. boy. No but pressure. listen, listen. there are famous yeah. names I see in your past as well. Paul Byrne, Aoife Green, Sister Kieran, and the Mercy was well known for the, the music, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah,
3: she she really grilled me. Uh, she'll probably kill me for saying that, but... <laughs> She really grilled me on my piano stuff, especially the classical stuff, and um, uh, it really made a difference. And she's got such a, she's such a warm heart, but she's a great teacher, really, really good teacher. Mm. And if if you've got a flair for it at all. She's the one to go to because she she really brings you on. Okay, not, those
4: you know. people I mentioned the Navin yeah. Silver Band. Did you play there yeah, for a while? Yeah, I
3: played the cornet and trombone in the Navan Silver people. Band. Great people. Yeah, great people walking the streets of Navan and Trim. And I <laughs> did Boy you love that? Did you St. love Patrick's the marching <laughs> and the playing? Yeah. Yeah. It was good fun. The yeah, long old days, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good, good fun, you know. Do you
4: remember your first big gig in Walterstown Church? What age I, were you? I
3: do. Um, I was probably about eight or nine at the time, and I used to go. I used to go to mass with my parents and I'd have a keyboard under one arm and then I'd have the, the keyboard stand under the, under the other and the power supply hanging out of my pocket. <laughs> but it was it was a great experience, you yes. know, and it, it, I think when you do stuff from an early age, the nerves kind of thing goes, it, yeah. you don't really think about it as much, it's just something that you're brought up with doing, mm. whereas that old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, I think you can, but it's just much harder. Yes. I think starting something at a young age is where you really learn, you have it. where you really grow and you yeah. have it in your bones. Terrific, you know? terrific. that yeah. is
4: so true. Yeah. Um, you were a handy footballer. You played with St. Pat's Classical School, of yeah. course. You represented uh, yes, your own home club there in yeah. Uh, Walterstown.
3: Yeah, played Mead Miners. Mead Miners and. You senior. could play, boy. I could play a bit, yeah. <laughs> as well as play, and he has the guitar with yeah, him today, I, yeah. I, I never really wanted to play. I was always made play, and then I loved it when I was playing. Yeah. It was kind of one of those things, I don't know, the, actually, the, speaking of nerves, the nerves of the games, that those big games, we did a couple of games in Crow Park, and mm. the, the nerves really build a couple of days beforehand, and yeah, I, it, was, it was something that I kind of struggled with, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I love the old football. There you are, multi-talented yeah, man yeah. we have with us this afternoon. Know. You... Is
4: that actually true? When, when you completed your studies, you've never worked a day at what you qualified for?
3: I've never done an interview in my life. <laughs> my, <laughs> Until my,
4: today. My, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm only joking.
3: Yeah, yeah. My, my younger brother was uh, doing interviews for new jobs in the last couple of weeks, and he was asking me, you know, should I wear the slacks and a shirt or should I wear the jacket over? And it's like, you're asking the wrong fella. <laughs> I've never done an interview in my life, so... Um, yeah, I I don't really think I'll ever I ever will do a full proper interview yeah. or pro- work an, a normal job because I'm kind of in this. Why would you? Why would, Well, I don't when know. Sanity. <laughs> well, maybe, and you know, the
4: permanent pensionable, the security and everything like yeah. that. But listen, you're living yeah. the dream. You're traveling the world. You're playing yeah. the music with big, big, you know, musical connections. You're writing yeah. yourself. Tell yeah. us this. Um, When you finished college, that was 2010, was
3: it? 2010. 2010 or 11. 11, around that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How did the Celtic Woman connection start for you? Yeah, it was an odd one because I always say that I never really used my degree, but it was through that course that I actually got introduced to the producers of Celtic Woman. Right. It was just a mad connection through a friend of mine, and I ended up getting free tickets to see Celtic Woman in the Helix doing a Christmas special, and... I was blown away by the production and the performance, so I just got in touch with the producers, and um, at the at the time I was kind of trying to get more into film and TV music, and so I went and met them from the the production guys in the in the studio, and they said, "Would you like to try out for the band?" And I had no idea they were talking about Celtic Woman; I thought they were talking about a, a kind of a blues jazz band or something <laughs> around around Dublin. And so I, did, I A couple of weeks later, did an audition uh, Sunday evening. Dad was sitting watching the Sunday game (laughs) and I get a phone call uh, you're going to Germany in three weeks you know so let's get cracking get rehearsing and yeah it was a serious experience and away you go away you go and your your life kind of just completely takes a different Mm. Completely different direction. And were you keyboards with them? Is that what you're playing? Yeah, piano and yeah. A, a bit of acoustic guitar as well, but okay. it was mostly piano. Yeah.
4: And 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 that lasted for a time. And then you went to Celtic tenors.
3: Yeah. What's I'm, this thing about Celtic and you? I don't know. I'm just an Irish, true and true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I suppose when you're in certain circles, they always overlap with other circles yeah. that are in in the same kind of genre. But um. Yeah, I'm, I'm still touring away with the Celtic Tanners, uh, piano, guitar, MD, but the, the and the guys are excellent for giving me a really good platform. They uh, get, get me to play a couple of my own songs in the middle of the show, yeah. And it just it really gives my own profile a boost. Um, but that's really where where my career is at at the moment is kind of trying to push my own my own career. I see
4: um, that crossroads, and yeah, I know it's a the, funny one. Like, I know yeah. the road you want to take.
3: Yeah, but obviously it's not. It's not the safest road, you know, and you're looking left and you're looking right and you think, I should stay on the right-hand side, but <laughs> I'm going to go left anyway, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's nerve-wracking because a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is obviously on my own and I'm, I'm building up my uh, profile and I've literally just hit 20,000 followers on Spotify just today. Congratulations. Um, and yeah, my, my Spotify stuff has taken off. My ins- My Instagram, Facebook, social media... And I've got plenty of gigs coming in. and Yeah, so it, it, it takes time. But I think if I stick at it, if, if, I, if I just put my mind to it, I, I know I, I can do what I want to do. Like, well, um, do you know what you should do, young so, fella? Yes. Do it. I oh, am. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know... You, well, I'm doing yeah. it. I'm in the middle of it, yes, you know. So you're, but you're, it's,
4: the transition is happening. The and
3: transition is there. It's but inevitable it's, yeah, now, yeah. really, isn't it? Probably? Yeah. It's, this, is the, this is the route I'm taking. This is what I'm doing. and People realise that now. You know, and it's a it's a good feeling when you do a gig and you get off the stage and people come and congratulate you and you're just on your own, yeah, it's a different buzz than playing with a band or playing with a different group. Mm. This is solely on me, it's just my music, my songs, my heart and soul have gone on to, gone into mm. the production, everything is just me, you know, so the rewards for that are great, like yeah,
4: you're and writing yeah
3: since what age, thirteen uh, probably thirteen or fourteen, yeah, but yeah. It never anything really obviously in your teenage years I don't think you've got enough experiences to put them properly down on paper to make people <laughs> interested in them you know <laughs> today I went to school and <laughs> didn't do my homework went home and watched Blue Peter <laughs> no sorry <that's... laughs> Blue Peter yeah but then I think
4: <laughs> you can't get a, a yeah. lyric out of that yeah. or,
3: or a few I notes used to, you know? I used to love watching Art Attack did you <laughs> yeah but um, yeah I think as you kind of get on through years and yeah. you go through relationships and you go through you know, just different periods. you 're in your, in your mm. life, you get you have more experiences to write about. You uh, live, you live, yeah. And then and you write about. it That's why people, just that's get, people get, get get wiser as they get older. Absolutely, you
4: know? look at that hair. Yeah, <laughs> at anyway, <let's, laughs> uh, what's left of it? Let's take a break on late lunch this afternoon. I'm a real good guy with me. Brian McGrain is here, and he's going to sing for you. use the guitar with
3: him. What are you going to do, Brian? Um, this is my latest single. It's called Still With Me. Um, so lyrics are pretty explanatory. I'll I'll let you have a listen. Let's listen intensely.
8: Come and go Like a game You just never know I believe in forgiveness The only place you'll get some rest Cause we make mistakes And it's make or break And the waves will grow And it helps to know When I wake in another town, no room, and I'm feeling down. I know you're still with me. When I wake and there's not a sound. I'm all alone, lying on the ground. I know you're still with me. Everyone's quick to judge. But I'll hold my grudge and look at myself A hypocritical world But I'm no better in return Cause I've made mistakes And it's make or break And the ways will grow And it helps to know But When I wake in another town And no room. You're still with me When I wake and there's not a sound I'm all alone, light on the ground I know you're still with me Still with me And I'll take I'll take another chance Another plan Cause we make mistakes And it's make or break And the ways we'll grow And it helps to know When I wake in another town With no room and feeling down I know you're yo!
5: Beautiful,
4: you. beautiful, beautiful. Well done, Brian McGrain. You have talent. There is no doubt about that. That was just gorgeous. Well done to
3: you. It's warm today. I'm sweating.
4: Ah, it is. It's warm in here. And yeah. uh, you said about the pressure in uh, in Croke Park.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: You, you do feel a little bit of pressure here. You're it, but listen, yeah, you. That,
3: you that is just that is your own composition. That's my own song. Yeah, I wrote, wrote that. Wrote that song about about a year ago, and I actually released a kind of a a social media version of it and everybody really loved the song so I decided to really put the production down I ain't surprised they loved it can I tell you, we've just got news there hasn't been a
4: chop or a steak or a sausage sold in the butchers (laughs) in Navin for the last while just in case you're you're thinking (laughs) not at all, it's great publicity for them over there We <laughs> yeah, at the door now. <laughs> ah, look when you when yeah. you have talent like this and ability, it must be a really exciting time for you. And I, I suppose it's different than you know when you're part of something bigger. We mentioned the Celtic Women and the yeah. the, the other guys as well, the tenors. Yeah. But to go to forge your own way, there's a lot more than you know. You're writing and playing. You have to organise and
3: yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're on a big tour like Celtic Woman, for example, you've got tour buses, catering dressing rooms, your clothes are steamed every day, your socks and your jocks are washed for the show. It's <laughs> like you're kind of babied. And it's 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 brilliant, but it's not reality. And then yes. you come back and you you try and build yourself up from the ground up and it's like it's like learning to walk again. Mm. You know, because you, you think, I shouldn't be doing this, I know all this. But it's, it's a completely different thing when you're on your own journey yeah. and you're not kind of tagging along with somebody else's. Yes. Because every step of the way, you have to, mm. yeah. You, ha- you have to make your mm. your mark, and you have to put the work in. It's, it's to every single aspect of it, you know.
4: Do you need so somebody ultimately to represent you, or have you done that already, or is that have you turned your thoughts um, in that direction?
3: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I have. But to be honest with you, um, there's not very many. I probably shouldn't say this. I was going to say it. No, I believe at where I'm at at the moment. I can do a better job okay, of yourself. what I need to do All because right. I understand exactly where I'm at mm. and I, under, I understand the steps that I need to take to get to the next point Okay, um, so I think I'm better off doing those things myself you know a, a manager or somebody like that is not really gonna put in the hard work that I'm putting in because yeah. they don't they literally won't care enough because mm. obviously they're not making thousands off me <laughs> you know so <laughs> I see the way it's, it works yeah, yeah for me at the moment I'm doing it my own mm. on my own but yes, definitely down the line. That I'll, can change. I will need course, other people on board, and
4: I'd expect it yeah. will from what I've what I've heard today. Yeah. Tell me about this young woman called Lauren.
3: <laughs> Lauren, Lauren is the the little dark-haired lady in my life. Um, so yeah, she's actually from the UK, um, and funnily enough, we actually met on tour when I was with Celtic Woman in Newcastle about three and a half four years ago so we've been doing a long distance kind of thing over and back and it's not been the easiest but uh, she really understands the whole process Mm. because we met when I was on the road she understands the travelling and it's not too often you get somebody who can really understand that Mm. so yeah, we're we're getting on good and things y- are happy. Y-
4: you so. did say that like this game is a challenge because yeah. when even even though your your jocks are washed and <laughs> ironed for you, never knew
3: that before. I've learned something for people just tuning in. That might sound terrible. <laughs> 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 Just for the record, I do wash my own socks and This was a once-off. <laughs> but look, seriously, you know
4: you, you've been away in Australia for yeah. quite a long stint there, and yeah. you've travelled extensively around the world. And yeah. you know you're you're at a crossroads, and there's this way or that way you'll be mentioned to us. And you did give her great credit. You said that Lauren is a a steadying influence with you, and has been a big help.
3: Yeah, she. she um, I suppose she she's very creative she's mm. actually a mental health nurse but uh, she has a very creative mind when it comes to video and songs and lyrics even though she can't she doesn't sing or play you know she understands it and she, she's she got good ideas she's very creative so mm. that kind of helps me mm. to have somebody on the same page creatively like yeah so, yeah yeah it works well it does so what's the
4: plan with this new, you mentioned Spotify there, and I just think yeah. if you were back in my day, you'd have been cutting a record and then heading for an LP. And Is an album like, you have a collection of songs yeah. now. Is that the next step?
3: Well, I have a couple of EPs there that I brought with me. Uh, I actually just printed those about four or five months ago to you know sell on the tour and spread the yeah. word. Uh, but obviously I've released two singles since then, mm. uh, and I have another single coming at the start of September. Um, so I'm planning a full album launch at the end of this year. Uh, now, it's all a little bit, still a little bit hazy, so it may end up being next spring, but there's definitely an album that the, cards on the on way the, in the next six months or and
4: so. And you see, you mentioned you cut those yeah. EPs there, yeah, and I, I you I leave them those, with us, um, will you? Yeah, good man yourself.
3: Um, um, you, you know, is there, people still want these? People, you know what, people do want them because when you come to a gig... And you kind of you have an experience or a yeah. shared experience with mm. an audience. It's not really enough for them to just go and listen to your stuff on Spotify. They want something that's a part of you, your signature on it. They want an actual photograph that they feel they paid for, and it's just for them. Mm. You know. Whereas I think a lot of the online stuff is very impersonal. You know. Yeah. Uh, you can sign the back of a CD. Of course. And people people still love that. And. You know, the wheel is turning. Brian,
4: the yeah. wheel is
3: turning back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. has to, because... Yeah, it, it's 20-year cycles and all that, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, hey, they'll be yeah. talking
4: in a few years. That, all those years we had nothing. Where are they all gone? Yeah, yeah, And here they are. That's why my CD collection at home, I'm still holding on to it.
3: Yeah, oh, definitely. Don't just just them, for the yeah. minute, anyway. Just in
4: case, you know, <laughs> yeah. one of
3: those things. Yeah, yeah.
4: Anyway, what's coming up? Any gigs coming up so, around the place? Um,
3: I'm actually doing a co-headline show with Susan McFadden, yeah. who I toured with Susan McFadden for a long time in Celtic Woman, um, but we're putting on a co headline show in the Asgard Theatre in Arklow on the 9th and 10th of August. So okay. it's a Friday and Saturday night. 9th yeah. and 10th. Now, the Friday night's sold out. The Saturday night is, there's still a couple of tickets left, but it's fairly thin on the ground, good. I think. So that's good to hear. If you're interested in going, That's the next stop for this man. Get on it. Listen, we'll
4: see you again on Late Lunch. Thanks for dropping in today for singing with us. May I wish you all the very best. Thanks for having me. Thanks a million. A bright career lies ahead. Solo for this man. You heard it on Late Lunch today. Brian McGrane. Thanks a million. Late lunch LMFM radio this Monday afternoon. There's a real treat in store for music fans. August Bank Holiday weekend. Can you believe it? Coming up next weekend. We have a long weekend off. Uh, the return of the hugely popular Farney Music Festival in Carrick Macross. It's always a wonderful weekend, and this year no different with Mike. Denver topping the bill on Friday, August the second. On the Saturday next weekend it's the Wolf Jones and then Sunday the fourth, Derek Ryan. That's the annual Farney Music Festival this August Bank holiday weekend. Check it out. Now our big competition all this week comes thanks to Signature Furniture Dramiskin Castle Bellingham, and they have their big stock disposal sale going on at this very moment, and it runs until next Monday, August Bank holiday at six o'clock. So if you're looking for sofas, chairs, dining beds, mattresses or occasional furniture, look no further than Signature Furniture, Dramiskin Castle, Bellingham. Give them a shout and they'll look after you. The price today is a wall art frame picture. It's worth €199. Euro. It's beautiful. And here were the questions. Louise, will you give these a go for me? Go on.
0: Pull, I swear I didn't know the answers. Uh,
4: Paul, well, well, yeah, tell them. Yeah, <laughs> let, let, let's. Oh, yeah, we'll be honest. We'll be honest. Sure, it's Louise came up with these. Here you go, Louise. Tell them what you came up with here. So the first clue was pull the something from under you. Rug. That's a rug, sure. Second one that this foxed a lot of people. Something malfunctions. Wardrobe. Wardrobe means you got
0: things wrong. Yes,
4: wardrobe malfunctions. And wardrobe is something of furniture fixed or maybe standalone that's in your house. And the third clue, bring the something down. Curtains. Yes, bring the curtains down. You heard of that. Bring the curtain down on the end of a performance, on your job, whatever. You know what I mean? So rug, wardrobe and curtains is what we were looking for today on Late Lunch in the Signature Furniture Competition. They are clever as well. There's a lot of people got it right. Others got one wrong, maybe two wrong. Listen, don't worry, it'll be the same format from now until Friday. But our winner today, rug, wardrobe, curtains, is Bernie Conlon from Ballymackenny, McKenney. Well done to you, Bernie. That wall art framed picture is all yours and we'll be in touch after the show to make the arrangements. Go on, tell me, (sighs) what date is today? The 28th? 29th. It's the 29th. Sure, I'm a day behind myself. July. The 29th of July. No, 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 no. It's too early. It's too early, Louise. Don't even... It's too early. Don't go there. I'm
0: torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. They're having a heatwave in, in the UK. <laughs> yeah. And they have decided to open a Christmas shop in Selfridges. Today. Today. Could you imagine, Santi? He'll be melted. Melted? Yeah. Unless oh. he's wearing like... On, you know, now, Air Louise,
4: Louise was looking up flights this morning, I can tell you.
0: <laughs> Normally, I love Christmas. Love it. But, but not on the I, 29th no. of July. Come off. I think if I started now, by the time of December, I'd be over it.
4: Do you know, I'm a bit like this, and we will be talking about it. In August, on late lunch, you know, for children going back to school and shopping around for their school uniforms and clothes. Yeah. I've started. No, let's leave it. <laughs> like come, Louise, will you give yourselves a break, but it's parents? it's good for budgeting. No, no, parents, give yourselves a break. Take July completely off from this. Don't be taken in by all this guff from the different stores advertising all the great value at the minute. They just want you in. Relax. There'll be loads of deals in August. And the later you leave it, the deals will be better and they won't run out, I can assure you. Listen to me. I know I've lived a long time. Don't be taken <laughs> in by that bloody nonsense of all the other... Get it now, get it now, get it now. They won't. You'll get it. There'll be loads of it.
0: But it's be... not just that, Jerry. It's like, you know, you have uniforms to buy, you have books to buy, you have school bags to buy, you have shoes to buy. So if you do, like, the uniforms and the shoes in July... No. And then the, at least you're not getting the cost altogether. And then you're kind of going, where am I going to get the money?
4: Chill the jets, folks. Relax. There'll be loads out there towards the end of August. And they'll be knocking down the prices. As Brendan O'Carroll says, they're only giving them away. Mm-hmm. Don't you be taken in by all this stuff. Do your budgeting all right and keep the money aside. But don't go out and buy until later. Now, we will be talking about it with Siobhan yeah. on late launch. We are. We plan to do it, seriously. But I just, I'm only making an analogy. You know what? The Christmas. schools close on a Friday at the end of June and on Monday, get your uniforms, get your uniforms, get your... <laughs> Will you give people a break and let them enjoy the summer and get off, get off our backs. Come For on. shopkeepers i really trying
0: to make a living.
4: I wish they only were. If it was years <laughs> oh, ago, there'd be no problem. If you go down two days before and you'd get them no bother. Anyway, Christmas uh, uh, in Selfridges, I don't like it. I really don't got like a it. present yet, so. <laughs> time enough, time make enough. Make your own
0: tea after yeah. the
4: show. <laughs> don't take umbrage. Don't be like that. You know what I'm saying That's bit sensible sensible for me anyway late lunch uh, final it is I know final break <laughs> of the day on the show <laughs> and look when we come back we are getting serious because uh, Aaron Clifford is a young fella he's from Dulicent County Mead and would you believe it I interviewed him a couple of years ago and he had an accident he's a motorcycle rider and he's in hospital in the UK and Sophie Grant is going to tell us all about it in a couple of moments Late lunch LMFM Radio this Monday afternoon and our final chat on the show is a sad one today because I met this young man a couple of years ago at the Dulik People of the Year Awards and what a fine young fella he is. His name is Aaron Clifford and he's a motorcycle racer but he had an accident uh, yesterday week in the UK at a competition and he's in hospital in Addenbrooke's hospital. Now would you believe it, Sophie Grant is good friend was to talk to us but she's not available at the moment but i do know a woman who knows him well and she's on the line sharon Kilgan good afternoon
2: hi good afternoon to you jerry
4: sharon thanks for taking my call i know you're a last minute call on this one but i remember him uh, 2017 the league people of the year what a fine young fella this is.
2: yeah absolutely i mean uh, he he is uh, well known in the motor racing uh, sport um he he was only I think it was the under 18 award that he actually won at the time Yeah. so even at a very young age he was a a shining light in that sport Um, he's obviously now uh, 19 years of age um, and last Sunday he had a a very very serious accident on the practice run just before the the race took place Um, so he's in a very 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 critical uh, condition in the UK at the moment Um, I think his father posted a, a a number of uh, a number of things that are actually not working at this at this moment um, with with regard to his health, um, and his family are there by his side, and he's still very critical on life support. And I suppose prayers are are asked from everybody in the audience that's listening in relation to his health going forward.
4: It's. Um a difficult time for his family and we know that and, and his dad Ken and the family are there by his side and he has been posting regularly for sure. They induced a coma just to tell listeners when this accident happened at the track site then he was taken quickly to Addenbrooke's hospital a wonderful hospital in, in Cambridgeshire, where he remains in a critical condition today. Now Sharon um, a group of his, I know you were involved in others in setting up a GoFundMe page and we just want to highlight that today because it's all very welcome help
2: well, oh, I think actually his friend Sophie. Sophie Grant set up uh, yes. the, the GoFundMe page, and I suppose that's the one that I've been sort of promoting here locally for people to do, donate to. And um, People have been very, very generous around uh, the area to this fund. Um, I would ask people to continue to be generous. Um, it, this is a very, very long uh, road that is ahead for the Piffer family, um, and I know that it's, both sets of grandparents and the parents are over there at this moment in time. Those that are closest to Aaron are there by his side, and um, of course, he has no idea who is there. And it's, it's you know it's awful for his, his parents and his grandparents to be sitting there watching uh, hour by hour hour as things unfold. Um, but it, 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 it's awful for the community, those, that have, those of us that know that the Clifford's and, and the Sheridan's, uh, what they're going through at this moment. And certainly our prayers and our thoughts are with them. Um, and we really, really hope that after this, I suppose, two or three weeks, we may see some slight improvement that he might be able to be taken off life support. But at this moment in time, that is what is keeping him going.
4: Yes, and we all join in those wishes with you as as well, Sharon. And ironically, it was only a practice uh, run he was involved in last week when this accident happened. And of course, his dad is his main mentor and his mechanic as well there. So look, uh, the situation at the moment is difficult. And the GoFundMe page, I just want to remind listeners, you can find it if you go on to Aaron's Recovery Fund. Aaron's Recovery Fund on GoFundMe will lead you to the page and you'll see all the details there. The response has been marvellous so far. But as Sharon says... Uh, the idea is that we uh, highlight it and keep this going and keep the push on for Aaron and his family. Sharon I know you're you're otherwise uh, detained today. Thank you so much for taking the call at the last moment. No
2: problem at all. Thanks a million. Thanks I Sharon.
4: Take, take care life. of yourself. Bye bye. That's Sharon Kilgan there, well known councillor in the Eastmeath area uh, and uh, we were to have a chat with Sophie Grant who is the young lady, uh, Aaron's friend, who set up that page but she was just unavoidably uh, detained in, in the last few moments there. Anyway you get the message. I remember interviewing him uh, at that awards night and such a, a fine young man, really into his sport. You know, we talked about the dangers of the game. I remember that night, but he said, look, it, you can go out in a football field, you can do other sports and it's just the same thing. Don't think about it, but you just never know. He's only at the start of his career, 19 years of age, and we think of him today. And please God, he'll pull through and they'll be able to take him out of that induced coma and then ultimately he'll recover and he'll be able to come back home and join his family and his community in the Duleek area. Anyway, if you can do anything at all for that, the GoFundMe page for Aaron Clifford again is Aaron's Recovery Fund that's our lot on Late Lunch for this Monday afternoon another big prize for Signature Furniture to come tomorrow and lots of guests for you to meet as well have a lovely evening Eddie's up next with The Drive and we'll say goodbye to you who's that Louise it's a razor is it it's, it's a razor a Yes, when well, you haven't got your glasses on you're struggling a bit a razor talking it is. about me or you uh? <laughs> both of us see you tomorrow and have one